Hey, Sean. Hello. Have you ever cooked anything in the kitchen? Yes. Have you ever used... (laughs) You have no idea where this is going. Have you ever used a good cutting board? Yes. I'm just just afraid of what could possibly come out, and then she who shall not be named will get mad at me. (laughs) No, no, nothing to do with that. Have you ever used a good wooden cutting board? Yes. Okay, something that you may not know about wooden wood cutting boards is you need to lube them up. Yes, Did you know that? Will, or they will take in a lot of bacteria. Not even that. They'll like crack and stuff like that. I spent a good two days oiling up my butcher block. And let me tell you, it is the most satisfying thing ever when you have like an old dried out hunk of wood. And then you slather some lube on it, and then it's like shiny and new, ready to be used. Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> and this was for your um, your your smoky goodness this week. You know, I, I didn't even. It wasn't even for that. It was after the fact that I'm like, oh man, like I should have done some that, some some. I should have lubed up my wood a little <laughs> a little bit more before I uh, smoke some meat. But no, I did a a, a my first brisket. Uh, and uh, like a, any sane human being, I decided to learn how to smoke a brisket in the middle of winter where I spent uh majority of the time freezing my ass off. Just watching it with a beer. Yeah, actually. Freezing my, <laughs> freezing my ass off with a cold, cold beer. You know what? Who <laughs> You know who's not going to have to freeze their asses off, though? I can't imagine who. <laughs> Oh, everyone listening to this episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast with your hosts, Sean and David. I think since it's been called out, our intros have become rougher and rougher. Our segues are just not that great. We need to improve. We need well, to. We have a standard we need to uphold. Oh, well, the standard is always pretty low. But here's the thing, though: as I've, just, I was setting you up for so many, so many rebounds on there. Like the layup shot was going, and and you dropped the ball on every single one. <laughs> I dropped the ball. Oh yeah, sure, I was making I jokes never. about lubed up wood and freezing asses and all this stuff, and you just kind of didn't know where it was going. So it's it's all right. Well, no, I just was like, how many innuendos do you want to do? <laughs> you know what? Speaking of uh, innuendos, um, I got a few comments about our <laughs> our episode last week um, and how your segue into our intro music. Uh, how you said that there's only six episodes left <laughs> of the scene on screen podcast. Um, I had a, a few people reach out to me that were actually kind of afraid that we weren't going to be posting that uh, or doing any more episodes. They're like, uh, what do you mean that there's only six episodes left? I'm like, no, no, Sean, <laughs> Sean fucked up. <laughs> I did fuck up. You know what? I will own that. I will, I will own that completely. But what I will tell you is we did allude to this a little bit last week, which was kind of cool. David and I, in our ever-growing um, journey into trying to become the best edutainers possible, um, have changed our... We, we signed with a new company uh, to, to do podcasting for <laughs> the future. Signed a new contract. Well, we effectively did. There's, yeah, there's, no, there's no way around that. So we are now using a different service. We are hosting the same way, I believe. But... If you yep. guys saw our reels this week, we actually now are starting to get video clips. So watch out for those in the next little bit because the next step there is going to be like digital podcasts, which will be kind of cool on YouTube. So if you uh, ever want to see the faces that follow these velvety voices, we'll be online. Yeah, smooth like a creamy eggnog. No, Into definitely not. Definitely <laughs> Actually, not. So, so Sean, uh, when I posted that reel, because uh, I saved a pretty good clip, and we were talking about, uh, if, if you didn't see it, it was the part where we were talking about uh, the Home Alone Lego set. And uh, I posted it without without telling Sean. 
Um, and uh, he's like, oh, my God, did you post another eggnog reel? Like, what the hell? People are liking the David post another eggnog reel. And uh, I did not. But who knows? Maybe this will turn into an eggnog reel. Oh, who knows? I'm like, you know what? Eggnog isn't that bad. I just have to play the heel. So, like, I get it. I get where we're we're at. And I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's okay. But hold good. on, hold on. Like, do you just not like eggnog? I can't remember. Is it? Is I, this? It's fine. Or is it just the fact that I'm talking about it so much that you're just you're playing devil's advocate and you're the against second, the egg? It's definitely the latter. I've had it before. Um, one of my buddies and I, <laughs> uh, I remember this. Like, we were in high school, and his dad left us like thirty bucks or something for pizza, and we walked down to the grocery store from his house and we bought chicken fingers and two cartons of eggnog. <laughs> that was dinner. Like, yeah, we're partying hard now. I mean, that's pretty good actually. That seems Yeah, you can't I mean, buy I... you can't buy half of that now for $30. No. no. It's but either that... one or the other. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I would pick the chicken fingers and you would pick the eggnog. That's why we go together so well, yeah. you know? You're <laughs> like chicken fingers and eggnog. <laughs> So, David, before we get into it, I want to just read something really quickly um, to everyone who listens. If you want to find um, like we might put up a link for donation, maybe an Amazon storefront or something. I don't know how it's going to fully work. If you're in the KW area, you can definitely donate live over the next few weeks. Um, join us on December 13th for a jolly evening of competition and showcase your holiday expertise in this very merry trivia night hosted by me, Sean from the Scene on Screen podcast, you'll be transported into a magical world of beloved holiday classics, and you'll test your knowledge of some iconic films, heartwarming television specials, and some timeless Yuletide tunes. Bring a donation for the Mill Cortland Community Center Community Angel Project to participate. So we're not doing prices, or we're not doing tickets. Tickets are zero dollars. You can get them online through the TWB website. All you have to do is bring in a donation of ten dollars or more. That could be any of the following items that they have requested. New toys or games, new pajamas, all sizes, ages, winter gloves and socks for all ages, sleds of any kind, great for families. Um, Looking for cool activities like art kits, sketchbooks, art supplies, mall gift cards, Subway or Tim Hortons gift cards, non-perishable food items, cash donations are also much appreciated. And we will see you there soon. I'm uh, I'm very passionate about this project. We do this now. This is uh, I think our second one, but I've donated to them before. I'm very excited to help out the community. And last year we got a pile of stuff. Lots of people brought clothing and toys. I remember I went to a I saw a sale. I think it was at like Zares or something. Do you have Zares in Kenora, or are you just like one Loblaws, an independent uh- grocers? We actually have uh, the Loblaws branded, or I guess the Loblaws franchised uh, store is uh, No Frills. Ah, got you, got you. So uh, this was a Zares, 100%. But they had a deal on. It was buy one, get one gingerbread houses. And they were $5.99. So I bought like $60 worth. And I donated a bunch of gingerbread houses to the cause as well because I thought it would be fun for families to to build a gingerbread house, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, like at this time of year, you know, we we want to give. Uh, you know, a lot of the season is about giving. Um, and I know the economy has been hard for a lot of people over the last few years, but we have to remember that there's families and people that every day is hard for them. Um, and so we don't want, you know, it's, it's always tough for kids to see, you know, other people getting lots of toys and there's always stuff in stores and all that. And their parents and their family might not necessarily be able to afford stuff. So, you know, these events where, you know, people who are able to, to give gifts to those who can't, you know, you guys are going to have fun doing this stuff, you know, trivia night's always a blast, but also knowing that you're going to help out families that, can't give gifts to their 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 children or their themselves right or you know feed themselves or clothe themselves you know so it's a it's a great initiative um and i hope that uh i'm sure you guys will sell out and you guys uh, had a great time last year like sean said so i'm hoping that this year will be even more successful thank you i have my scene on screen christmas sweater ready 
You have yours for this year too, I, don't you? I sure do have it for this year. So, yo, can I? Can I? I don't know for sure, but I can't find two of my Christmas sweaters. I'm almost positive they've been donated or misplaced. And one was a Grogu one, and I'm really upset about it. Not gonna lie. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. I I definitely had one, and now I don't. So that's too bad. Um, I need I need some more Christmas sweaters. I have I have this official scene on screen Christmas sweater. I have a Star Wars Christmas sweater, which has actually done me done me very well for the last I don't know five years respect but i just need something different but the thing is like you know you go to walmart and you see all of these christmas sweaters but they're all like they just are so they're gaudy. cheap looking like they're kind of like okay well like okay the, the, the typical what is it um merry christmas and a happy new beer or something like that like things like oh, that yeah. and it's like, like if, all you, if really i want like, a spencer shirt i'll go to spencer's but spencer's yeah. actually makes like quality shirts too right yeah um what did i see there was one and it was like a tree pun oh <laughs> real thick and sprucey i'm thick with spell with three c's oh yeah nice that was not bad so yeah what have you been watching what have you been doing what has david been up to that's a hard question. Because you don't remember. You know what? We watched, finally watched a Christmas movie. It was uh, the, uh, what, did we, shit, what did we watch? Oh, the Santa Claus. Nice. The classic. Uh, so we we got our Christmas tree. I think, yeah, I told you last, last week we got our Christmas tree. And we set it up. And this tree, uh, let me tell you, this tree is probably one of the biggest trees that I've had or that I can remember in any recent years. Like it is so girthy. Like it's a it, big, thick, thick it tree. Is, it's got a few C's and thick. It's um, real thick. It's <laughs> so Friday night we were going to decorate the tree. So what we usually do is we watch uh, a Christmas movie. We usually either do home alone or the Santa Claus. Um, so this year was uh, the Santa Claus um, and started decorating the tree and I ran out of lights and the string tinsel. <laughs> Amateur. Amateur. And, and hour. the funny thing is, like I've never I've never had that problem before. But this <laughs> first tree time? <laughs> first time. This tree is is so thick that I actually only had enough lights to go around the tree halfway or just past the halfway mark. Did did you see that viral video out of, I, I want to say it was Oakville, Ontario, where it was that or Aurelia. It was one of the two, but it was a really bad Christmas tree lighting. If you, if no. you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's really unfortunate, but it's a, they, they're at like the tree lighting ceremony and they wrapped the tree too tight. So none of the lights are on the branches. <laughs> it's just on the trunk of the tree. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's kind of like the tree lighting in, uh, that happened in Kenora. Did I tell this story? No, it was we Aurelia. Okay, yeah. We went to the tree lighting. So every year, they put a big-ass tree in the middle of uh, one of the intersections <laughs> in our downtown corner. Well, because there's only three of them, so it's fine. Yeah. So... Um, this year, the and, and every year they do a big tree lighting. So last year it was it was great. It was freezing cold, but it was snowing. The big fluffy, slowly falling snowflakes. You know, like the perfect snowfall. Uh, they had music. Santa was there. All that stuff. And they had uh, MC. And then they they did a countdown. And it was kind of like New Year's Eve, but pre like a month and a half in in advance, right? Uh, this year, so, oh, so, okay. So last year they did the countdown, uh, the lights turned on, everything was cool and everyone like cheered and all that stuff. This year, Santa showed up in a uh, police cruiser, <laughs> which is kind of funny. He was boozed uh, out of control. <laughs> um, and then people were kind of talking. There was no music playing. Uh, they, they didn't really have, they didn't have anyone I'm seeing it or anything like that. And, so the the lights were supposed to turn on at uh, six o'clock, 
and uh, clock is it's the time's like five minutes after six, and people are like, oh, like okay, what's going on? Maybe they're waiting for, you know, the MC to come or whatever. And then next thing you know, the lights turned on, and every single person was like. What the hell? <laughs> People are yelling joy to the there's world, like, but they have no idea why. <laughs> there's no countdown. And that was it. It was just like, okay, the lights turned on. All right, let's get Pizza Hut and go home. Actually, that was even better, though. We ordered Pizza Hut. Good for you. <laughs> uh, and we get home. And I told you this. So we, we get home, and the pizzas that we got were not the correct order. So I'm like, well, this is stupid. I wanted not this one. So I called the Pizza Hut hotline and I was like, okay, the place um, you know, we, we picked up pizza and it was the wrong order. And uh, they're like, okay, well we can uh, give you a credit for the amount that you paid or we can get the store to uh, make your order again and deliver it free of charge. Um, and so have you ever had credit for Pizza Hut? Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. Okay. It's the stupidest method ever. So they keep it tied to your phone number, but it's like if you have like an online account that you use to order stuff, it's not tied to your online account. So what you have to do is if you place an order, you have to then call the number and get them to apply the credit to the order that you had just placed uh, for them to <laughs> for you to actually get a discount. Or you have to call the the store and place an order and tell them that you have a credit and then they have to search your number up and all that stuff. Yeah. It was a big pain in the butt. So um, I got them to uh, just, just make the pizzas again. So <laughs> we had so much pizza. It was, it was dumb, but I've never had pizza delivery so fast. It took like 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And the moral of the story is uh, <laughs> the, the tree lighting, the public tree lighting, was pretty terrible. Okay, so while you were talking, <laughs> I sent you the video to your WhatsApp. Yeah, do I need to watch this right now? Just so you can see how pathetic it is. Okay. It's it's so bad. So and and this was from this year, right? To set the scene, it's like they're all like there at the Christmas tree lighting in a really Ontario and it lights up, but it's only the trunk of the tree. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just a stem. Oh my God. These that poor is, guys. That is amazing. That is uh, actually so perfect. It's like uh, that there's a viral sound where it's like, I'm never letting grandma record uh, my basketball games. in again, it's like, hooray, you did it. It's pretty funny. So David, I, to, to add on to last week, we did the upper floor of the Home Alone house. And I've got to mm-hmm. tell you, I'm now more impressed by Lego that says 18 plus on the box, for one. Two, how are you ever supposed to play with this shit? Like, yeah. I'm like trying to put my fingers in there to put the chair back in. I'm like, my hand's way too big. You need uh, tweezers. Or like, uh, what you need to get is, have you seen those like little toy tiny hands? <laughs> just like yeah you need those little toy tiny hands 100 percent. So. <laughs> the the crazy thing is though like kevin's parents bedroom so i sent you a photo of the the house mm-hmm. incomplete mm-hmm. kevin's parents bedroom is behind that bathroom wall we built a whole bedroom just to hide it the only way you could see it is if you have the roof off and the attic off makes no sense mm-hmm. well There's, i mean that does make sense because the house is kind of or isn't uh, Kevin's bedroom in the attic? No, well, Kevin sleeps upstairs with Fuller, but Fuller wants the bed. Come oh, on, yeah. man. The um, the intricacies is crazy. Like Buzz's bedroom, also wild. Like the shelves come down, so you can knock them over with stuff on them. But then, like, I have too big of fingers, so I can't really just put my fingers back in there and fix it. It's kind of annoying. Overall, really, really, really cool. I'm excited. We're going to finish probably the roof and everything this weekend. It's a good time. How, how long have you spent putting it together? We like, have... are you guys, so are you guys just going through and, and trucking along or are you taking your time? Are you like, we're, okay, we're well, taking we're, your gonna... time. we're kind of going back and forth. Like I'll work on the left side of the page. She'll work on the right side. We'll collect the, um, the things, some of the smaller stuff. She just has smaller fingers. So it works. Um, 
we're you'll, at you'll stop have a tickle fight you know yeah, stuff like that of course yeah. naturally <laughs> um we've watched three home alone movies okay so, far. so... so we're at about six hours total yeah yeah maybe a little bit more and we listen to some music oh no we watched a hockey game the second part of a hockey game while we were doing it okay. so yeah we're about six and a half seven hours now the question that I have for you is: Did you did you watch Home Alone six in its entirety bef- while putting this together, yeah, or did so, you watch Home Alone six uh, by itself without the distraction of a Lego house? So I've already seen Home Alone six before I watched it. Now, right? Of but course. But I will tell you, we were watching that movie, and we came to the conclusion that that kid is a fucking asshole. Like Kevin Kevin was Kevin was a jerk at the beginning of the movie, right? Like in hold on, like Kevin in Home Alone One and Two. Yeah. I mean he wasn't really a jerk. He was mischievous, right? He was like the kid that was like that was like he was a forgotten child, right? But he wished that he 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 wished that his parents would disappear. Well, I think every kid at some point has wished that. Or or something along the lines of it. But like this kid stole. He was a jerk face. An asshat. He was just, he was rude. Well, yeah, he was like British. Yeah, they made him British <laughs> to make him even ruder. I, I, liked, I liked the actors in it. I thought it was a good take and a good spin on Home Alone, which was nice. But... It's just not core one and two. And I like how they tried to connect it to the story with Buzz being like, oh, yeah, every year a kid fakes being home alone. It's always my brother. Oh, yeah. Cause, doing it. Yeah. That, he's a cop in that one, isn't he? Yeah, he's a cop. And I guess Kevin McAllister is the CEO of like, or I, I guess they allude to the fact that the McAllisters make home security systems, which is kind oh, of funny. That's funny. So I don't know. Like overall, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a pretty good movie, but like, it's not one that sits in the rotation. It's like a, it's it's like a movie that you put on when you just want to watch something that you don't really truly care about, right? Like just to have something on. Yeah. Like oh, I'm you know we got friends over, so let's just put a movie on that nobody really truly wants to watch, but it's just kind of background noise while we're drinking. Rum and eggnog and stuff like that. Oh, see, I would just be like, hey, let's watch a movie instead of drinking rum and eggnog. What? The, the what? De- <laughs> Why do I do this to you? <laughs> Why? But You know, I, I actually set up, speaking of uh, drinking, I set up my, uh, I, I guess it's called Bartesian or Bartesian, however oh, you, you want to pronounce it. you finally set that thing up? Didn't you get it well, last no, like, year? Yeah, we got, I got it for Christmas last year, but I, I actually moved it. Oh, so it is much more accessible. Well, I just found we have a place to put it now. Like it was kind of, it was in like a shelf type cabinetry system, but it was hard to access the the lid, like to lift up and put pods in there. So I've moved it out. It's more in the open. um, And that means that there's going to be a lot more uh, mixed drinks made. They actually have a uh, advent calendar of uh, alcoholism. That's neat. Yeah. Um, it's not too bad. It was like 35 bucks for 12, 12 drinks, 12 drinks of Christmas. The 12 but, drinks of Christmas. Uh, that, that could be something on the first day of Christmas. My true love gave to me a beer, uh, a, a beer. <laughs> All right. What do we got for, uh, what do we got going on for today? Hold on. I wanted to tell you about a game I played. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me about a game you played. I played teardown. What the hell is I... teardown? Teardown is the game that you and I kind of clowned on when it was announced in the summer. Or it was announced, I guess, last year. It was the, it kind of is like a pixelated oh, Minecraft yeah, yeah, style yeah. game where you the whole idea is to just destroy stuff. Demolish uh, buildings and stuff like that. But the campaign is wild. Like you, like you get sent on missions to go steal shit. But you have to do it in a certain way, and like if alarms get set up, like you actually have to like create like your escape plan while you destroy things. Destroying things doesn't affect anybody. If you light something on fire, then alarms are set. It's kind of crazy. So, 
first one, like I, I've stolen computers. I knocked down a house. I, I knocked down a whole like um like a little dock house so this rich guy could like put his yacht. And like nobody saw me do it. That was the crazy part about it. But I made an awful lot of noise. And uh, hold on, did we we ripped on this game? I think we just thought it was like it looked cheesy, but I like I downloaded it because like David likes to claim that I will never play anything other than Call of Duty. And he was wrong. But <laughs> I also took this game for a test drive because the moment I found out I could have a spray paint can, I tested what the TTP was. Oh, that's why you had sent that picture to me. I didn't realize what that was from. I just thought you were sending me a picture of someone who drew a a penis in Minecraft or something like that. I did that with the PlayStation controller and that is a pretty good looking penis. Wait, how did you play? Like, is this game free on playstation yeah it's on, it's on uh playstation plus oh or i didn't know that whatever it's called playstation playstation the tier one through three i don't know yeah playstation super scam yeah okay i was very confused i thought you were just like uh oh, here here's a picture of a penis in the game <laughs> and you just lulled at it and i was like this is a very high quality penis <laughs> well yeah because i didn't know the ref i didn't like i didn't understand the context behind it but you understood the term ttp of course we learned that from a show <laughs> <laughs> yeah fantastic oh, though. i'll have to check this game out yeah, try it. It's it's free to play. I had a lot of fun just kind of like playing it. There's a sandbox mode, so you can just destroy whatever you want. But there's vehicles that you can also use to destroy stuff. So far, I haven't had to build anything. I just break stuff. It's not bad. Hmm. Yeah, it looks in- it looks interesting. Yeah, try it out. Let me know how, you, right. how you feel. What's on tap today? Well, my my friend, uh, you know what we got? It's Probably like the biggest, uh, one of the biggest events of the year. My birthday. Be- because, uh, no, that's uh, that's that's coming on. David's uh, birthday. No, that's way coming on. Um, other than, e- well, because I guess E3 was uh, canceled again. And uh, all these like game conferences and game showcase things have kind of gone the way of the dinosaur. But one thing that has not, and that would be the Game of the Year awards. Um, from whoever, whatever organization does this, the Game Awards, I guess is the big thing. Um, but we've got a, a whole bunch of games that have come out this this past year. I guess really it's like within the last, what, like four months. You have to like be released fairly recently to... Yeah, be, recency bias is a huge thing in this stupid... To be relevant stupid, for this, right? Yeah, award show. So yeah, we're gonna go through a few um, a, f- a few uh, categories and talk about what games they're there. There's a there's a lot of games that are like doubled up, right? Like uh, Baldur's Gate three has like so many nominations for stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna go through the list for some things and like obviously we're never gonna make a guess at best esports team because we don't watch a lot of esports. Yeah, so we're just going to skip that anyways. Um, best <laughs> esports game I do find interesting because it's, it's a five level category and I'm surprised Rainbow Six isn't on it for the amount of tournaments that there still are but there's Counter-Strike 2, Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile and Valorant. Fortnite is no longer in the top for esports but you'd have to imagine CS2 is probably still the way the game's going. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also love these ones. Creator, content creator of the year. Tell me if you've heard of any of these people. Iron Mouse. Uh, I think I've heard of Iron Mouse. Yeah, people that's really the games. only one. Mm. Quackity? Scream. Cypher PK. Okay. So here's some of the real categories that we're going to hit up real quick. Oh, never mind. I don't know who Iron Mouse is. It's like a dude that is an anime character. People make games is the only one I know, and that's a YouTube channel. Okay. So David and I are going to make some some educated predictions based off of what we know about these games. I'm only going to handpick a few categories because we still we're not going to we're not going to do the whole hour 
or like the whole show on this, but, mm-hmm. but we do want to have like a, a nice conversation about some things. Mm-hmm. So my least favorite award at the game awards is always most anticipated game because you're literally handing out an award for a game that's coming out next year. Here like, are you a, a game you're, you're handing out an award for a game that is just solely based off of excitement. Not only that, you're handing out an award for a game that's probably going to be delayed. Or full of bugs at release. Because didn't Starfield win this last year? I think so. Or was it Elden Ring? Or was that two uh, years ago? I don't know, actually, no. I don't know. Anyways, here are your choices. That's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades Two, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Might as well add Mortal Kombat 2 to the list. <laughs> well, we know Tekken 8's not going to win any other significant awards because the best fighting game ever has already been released. So it's Mortal Kombat 1. I mean, this is tough because I feel like these games, well, they're all... I'm not really sure what Outlaws is. Outlaws is the... Uh, or Star Wars Outlaws is the open world Star Wars game. Yeah, they, should, they, should, they had a tech demo. But they, we haven't really seen too much of it in general. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, Inf- Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Hades Two, and I would assume Star Wars Outlaws. They're all some sort of RPG, right? So it's all in the same f- realm. And Tekken Eight is a, a fighter. Um, if I had to guess, I would say Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, and then. St- second might be like dragon infinite wealth just because of with with final fantasy 7 that game in general has always been a very a popular final fantasy series and the fact that uh they're remaking or continuing to remake uh one of the most popular final fantasy games of all time uh and it's the second in the second part of the the game series that they're doing i could see that one being one of the most anticipated one or like a dragon infinite wealth because of how popular uh the yakuza series has become in north america and europe over the last uh i don't know many years like since 2017 i think it was is that the one where on the trailer or in the trailer he's on the beach naked uh yeah yeah i believe So, so i would give it to that solely because i don't think the star wars fan base is larger and that's saying yeah. something because no, the I gaming agree. world doesn't include the Star Wars fans. So I would say like a dragon. Now, yeah. um, <laughs> the the real shocker is going to be midway through the game awards. We're anticipating the trailer of all trailers because Rockstar Games announced this week that we're getting a trailer for the highly anticipated and long awaited. Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. And honestly, it's been so long since the last Grand Theft Auto. I might replay Grand Theft Auto. But I kind of have a feeling we're looking at a 2024 release. I don't know if they can do what they like Bethesda did with Starfield. I don't know if they can be like, yeah, this IP is dropping in 2026. They've had to be working on it for a while. Yeah, I mean, for... For GTA Five, uh, that game came out in 2013. Came out on the Xbox 360 and PS3. No, the Xbox, no it came out on the Xbox One and PlayStation Four. No, GTA Five came out on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. That's fucked. That is and, so fucked. And then it came out on the PS4 and Xbox One, and then on PC, and then they release it on uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X. And I'm pretty sure that's it. The game has been re-released minus the initial. So one, one, two, three, four, five on f- five different consoles since its initial release <laughs> ten years ago. So I mean, 2013 it debuted. It's about time that uh, that they released GTA Six. It was so good. I like, mean, what did they release Red Dead Redemption 2 after GTA 5, right? And that is the best game Rockstar has ever made. I wouldn't know. You've never played it? I started it. I own it. 
It's uh, so good. I played the first part, and then I remember it was winter, and I was in a cabin, and I had to get out of the cabin to get on my horse to go find a dude that owed me money, I think. Yeah, and then you got to kill the bear. Yeah, I didn't kill a bear yet, though, so. <laughs> or I think you learned how to hunt a rabbit so you can survive. Then a house burns down. It's crazy. It's actually such a good game. And you are legitimately missing out on the quality of said game. But I'm not going to hold it too long. Next next category I wanted to talk about is best multiplayer presented by Discord. Because, of course, you have to have a... It's sponsored mm-hmm. by Discord and Discord Nitro. There's Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6... And Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I, I honestly I don't know much of any of these. I know that there's been a lot of controversy behind Diablo Four over like prices of DLC and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I could see this one being Super Mario Bros. Wonder, though. I can't see it being not Super Mario Bros. Wonder. It's just. The couch co-op aspect and the fact that they beat the hell out of that drum through every single trailer, every single piece of information we ever got about that game, you can only imagine that that's what it's going to be about. That's true. Okay. So that, that one's an easier prediction. Do you want... Oh, David, I have so many choices here. Do you want to do sports racing? No. You, sim strategy? Sure. Pikmin 4? Fire Emblem Engage, Company of Heroes 3, City Skylines 2, and Advance Wars 1 and 2. There's a 3 in 5 chance that Nintendo wins this category. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I I mean, I could see Pikmin 4 maybe uh, getting that, but I could also see like City Skylines. Except winning. there's a huge bug in the game. Where, <laughs> yeah, apparently as your population drops, the demand for a school is higher. And it makes no sense because there's already all the people in the school. And the schools <laughs> aren't funny. filling. And That's they can't so fix the bug or until the next like large patch gets pushed through. Um, I don't think it'll be Advanced Wars, the reboot. You might no. see some. I think it's going to be Pikmin or Skylines. Yeah. Oh. And we got, uh, <laughs> now we got a real good one. Best family game. Uh, we have Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, I would honestly be shocked if Super Mario Bros. Wonder does not win. Yeah, because Party Animals is definitely not a family game. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what happened to Dreamlight Valley? <laughs> uh, the game's kind of dead. Is yeah, because know. they wanted to charge people for it. Yeah, weird. Well, wasn't it, always, wasn't it always going to be a free-to-play game? But you just you could pay for early access. Well, didn't both of our other halves get it the founders pack, like the ninety nine the ninety dollar one or whatever? No. Uh, my she who shall not be named has been playing solely on Xbox because it was uh free uh on Game Pass. Did she pay for any of the blue shards? No. Wow, so she built her whole world without a dollar. Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not at least lie, I don't I'm super impressed. at least at least I don't think she's uh She's spent any real world money on it. Um, if she has, I would be I would be surprised because she doesn't. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I gave her like seventy five dollars for the Nintendo eShop for Christmas like last year, and she still uh, has seventy five dollars. She, she still has seventy five dollars on the eShop. So, all right. Well, that one sounds like we're giving it to Mario again. This is going to be a recurring theme. Uh, best fighting game. Oh. Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 1. Sorry, I missed God of Rock, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. The only the only thing that I could see uh, competing against this one would be Street Fighter 6. Because I know that there's a huge Street Fighter following. But more, we all know Mortal Kombat 1 is the greatest fighting game ever made. So uh, up next we got... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm actually shocked. Like, legitimately shocked 
that multiverses didn't at least get a nod, even though the game was pulled offline to fix it. Because it, it left open beta, right? So that game was out for eight months. Which one? Multiverses. Oh, yeah. And that had to be one of the most fun fighting games I'd played in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Then they killed it. Okay, what's next? Uh, we got probably one of the, the bigger, uh, more difficult ones. It would be best RPG. We have uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Um, you know what? I bet this is going to be Baldur's Gate 3. As good as Final Fantasy 16 uh, has been received and all that stuff, Lies of P, I heard it was pretty good, but it's just another, like, uh, Dead Souls clone, whatever they're called, Souls game, Souls-like game. Uh, sea of Stars, that game pisses me off because I paid for it. I backed it on Kickstarter, <laughs> and, then, and then they uh, release it for free, like, everywhere. And Starfield... Um, I can't see that one winning because people are mad at Microsoft and Bethesda. So here's where I think Starfield wins. Money? No, shocker. Sean's going to say the Microsoft product wins. Just hear me out for a second. I think Baldur's Gate has a really good shot at Game of the Year. If Spider-Man didn't exist, it would probably win Game of the Year. But I think this is going to be the shut the fuck up Microsoft category. And the people of the Game Awards are going to give this one to Starfield. I have a feeling this one is going to be a political gift for for Microsoft. I think I, they're, I think they're going to walk away with one. You can't have this highly anticipated game, like or this large of a highly anticipated game, get nothing. And I understand it's being snubbed. A hundred percent because of a lot of like review black or what's that called review bombing mm-hmm. um, people. The game wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. It's actually great. You want to spend time playing the game. The game's great. Yeah, maybe it has a little bit of a slow burn to start, but that's an RPG, is it not? You're not supposed to be right in the action right at the beginning. You're supposed to be on the adventure. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. I don't know. We'll the, see. The well, fact this, that Zelda this didn't one's... even make it into this game, this category, and it's more of an RPG than it. Like people pretend it's not, but it's an RPG too. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think uh, this one will be a tough one. I think we'll be surprised, regardless of who takes home the win. But uh, what are we going next? Best action adventure game. This is pretty much. Game of the Year, Junior 2.0, Junior. Yeah. We got Alan Wake Two, Marvel Spider Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Every game is a sequel in this category. Every Resident Evil is out Actually, because it was a remake. It was a remake, yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be hard, but I w- I'm going to guess it's going to be Spider Man Two. I'm going to guess it's the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. All right, it got rated higher by IGN. Oh, that's true. And IGN knows everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, best action game. We got Armored Core, what is that, 5, no, 6, yep. Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, didn't even know that game came out, Ghost Runner 2, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. I mean... Well, Dead Island 2 has been coming up for 10 years, so congratulations, guys. You got a nomination. Mm-hmm. Hi-Fi Rush, I think, has this category. Did you play it? Yeah, what a cool experience yeah yeah it was a pretty neat neat game it added uh, a little bit more strategy to button fighting fighting yeah button mashing so all right uh we can't really comment on best vr game because we haven't played any of those uh, no because walkabout mini golf isn't on there yeah walkabout's not on just there. power wash simulator yeah uh best mobile game let's skip that nobody plays oh wait hello kitty island adventure yeah that's, that's so win. great um what else we got? Okay, let's uh, go to some... No, let's do Best Independent Game because I want to hear David complain again. I don't Coon, know Dave, games. The Dra- Dave the Diver was actually pretty fun. Uh, Dredge, Sea of Stars, I didn't play, but you complained about it in Viewfinder. I only played Dave the Diver, so... That's my know. vote. My best is my best is going to be Sea of Stars because it, it has re- received a lot of praise, even though they're, they're bastards. 
<laughs> Here comes my actually I love this. This is such a bullshit category as well. Best ongoing game? No, best community support. Baldur's Gate 3. Cyberpunk 2077. Destiny 2. I'm sorry. Final Fantasy 14. No Man's Sky. Boo to this whole category. Boo, 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 boo. Why? Boo. Boo. Why? Boo. Look at the age <laughs> of some of these games. Yeah, Look at but... The, no, no, no. That's not community support. That is community life support. Again, where is Rainbow Six? I mean, it, it should probably be in here. For Where's sure. Ra- I, where's I Super agree. Smash Brothers? Where's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Well, that doesn't Master count. Speed I think past six hundred. Nah, I don't. I don't think Mario Kart would fit in. Why? Here. I think well, Baldur's the community's Gate. Even then, I think Baldur's Gate. Oh, is that what it means? It's best community support, not like yeah. su- support for the company. Uh, you know what? I don't really think that the community is keeping Mario Kart Eight alive. No, I, Nintendo is. <laughs> Nintendo is. And they won't let it die. Um, you know what? Like all of these games still have like have huge. Uh, communal followings even though yes final fantasy 14 is came out what like 2013 <laughs> i don't know no man's sky you know is people are still playing it like the thing is is how often do you hear about no man's sky still uh because starfield came out all the time <laughs> but even oh, well, before no that man's sky's good now uh final fantasy 14 came out in 2010 so 13 years ago and it's still being supported like this there's still a huge following i go back to play the game every so often uh i mean this is i think this is a legitimate category because it shows that these games although they're older have had proper support from the developers to still be relevant today but then also uh the game is popular enough for ongoing community support uh people playing them so as much as you hate this category i i think uh i think it's totally valid fine i hope destiny 2 wins (laughs) <laughs> that's okay <laughs> uh now like best ongoing game uh is i guess that would be kind of like the opposite of community support that would be like developer support and now this is kind of annoying because there should be rainbow sticks in here um yeah and there should also be Warzone here even though it's broken as fuck yeah but we got apex legends cyberpunk 2077 final fantasy 14 fortnite and geshin impact and uh Again, this is going to be a tough one because, like I just said, like all of these games have, they're, they're in this category because they have long-term developer support. Fortnite. Um, yeah, like the crazy thing is, like Fortnite still does like big events and stuff like that. Um, they do crazy numbers. They've constantly, they've constantly figured out ways to survive. Yeah, they they survive the Apple battle. They've survived everything. Let them have their win. Mm-hmm. The Thanos event was kind of cool. Like I keep every once in a while, I'll download it and I'll play for like a week. And Chris will be like, why? I'll be like, why not? Just, just play it. Just do your thing. Yeah. Uh. Okay. What else we got? Anything good? Um, Innovation and accessibility. Diablo four, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man two. Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6. I would be surprised if Hi-Fi Rush doesn't win this one. Even with all the changes they made to Spider-Man to make it so um like it's visibly easier to use, they've like turned it off so you can have like web swing assist, mm-hmm. everything to I make think... the game super easy for young players. See, but that's the thing is like it's just making it easy for sure like accessibility in that than at that aspect but i mean they could just make the difficulty it's just changing the difficulty but if you remember hi-fi rush it has even like with the accessibility it doesn't make the game uh too easy where it doesn't feel like you're like you're not able to advance but the accessibility options in there make it so that even if your timing's off, like you can still progress the story and progress the game. Um, and it's not super, it's not too easy, but anyone of any levels can, can play it and it's enjoyable. And I think part of 
part of that is because it's, it was a, a new and original game. Uh, and it's a pretty interesting uh, game idea as well, right? So I don't know. I think uh, Hi-Fi Rush is uh, a pretty good contender for that one. Okay. Uh, best performance were we know David's going to pick Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars. Um, so we won't do that one. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't say that he had a good performance. I haven't played Jedi Survivor. Um, we'll do only a few more. I want to do best art direction because I think this one's always a unique one. Um, Alan Wake Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Life, uh, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda. We have five very different games here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. That's very important to note. The thing is, though, is that Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the same art style as Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Because that's all the Switch can support. Right? So it's not like it's anything new. Um, so Alan Wake 2, I haven't actually seen too much of gameplay for this one. So it's 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 hard to say. I can't really comment on that one. Um, but I would say between the two, we got Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder because Lies of P, yeah, it looks it looks cool, but it's a it's a polished, it's visually polished, right? And um, but Super Mario Bros. Wonder takes like the classic Super Mario Bros. like side scroller, but it feels like a different game. They right? also like added the, a top down, the, a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. But like just the visuals of the characters, and they updated the look of the characters and all that stuff, and it it feels like an updated game, right? Um, and then Hi-Fi Rush, uh, it's it's like a cell shaded, right? When was the last time we had a a decent cell shaded game? I mean, cell remember damage. like <laughs> cell damage that came out quite some time ago. Um, by like you know, cell shaded games were pretty popular on like the old consoles playstation to gamecube xbox right because that was a a a unique art style at the time but hi-fi rush looks cool um i don't know i would say either that or super mario Mario bros wonder which leads us into game of the year alan wake Mm -hmm. 2 baldur's gate 3 super uh uh, marvel spider-man 2 (laughs) super Super mario bros wonder Super Marvel Spider-Man 2. Resident Evil 4, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Let's knock the three that aren't going to win out of here. Alan Wake 2, get out of here. Resident Evil 4, blah, blah. Spider-Man 2. Take a hike. Really? You don't think Spider-Man 2 is going to be a contender for no, Game of I the Year? I don't think Sony sold it properly. Mm, okay. The The indicator to that would be the fact that IGN didn't perfect score it we're talking about games that got nine or ten in the last six six months which are Baldur's gate 3 super mario brothers wonder and the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom now is it going to be a microsoft game probably not even though Baldur's gate 3 is by far the most popular game of the year my guess is it's going to be tears of the kingdom that's what my gut tells me. But Captain Chaos inside me says Super Mario Bros. Wonder is just inventive enough that that's going to be the game that wins over Baldur's Gate because we can't have a fiasco where Microsoft wins. But Baldur's Gate isn't a Microsoft... It was an early adaptation for Microsoft. Yeah, but it's not even out on Xbox yet. It's, it's on PC. Literally, it's literally yeah, that doesn't count though. It's literally only come out on PC and X or uh, and, and PS5. Is it not, or was it not a Microsoft mainly like backed product? No. Well, maybe I don't know. Uh, I might it, I might be talking out of my ass here completely, but like, I'm who owns Larian Studios? Some Belgian company. Somebody yeah, must don't... own you. Who owns it's you? Not... It's not. It's <laughs> not. Yeah, it came out on PC and PS5. Okay, it, then it I... is. It is coming out on Xbox. Um, when is it coming out on Xbox? 
2023, I don't see a date. Um, Traditionally, they've done stuff only for PC and Xbox 360. Yeah, but this one here is it was PlayStation 5 and PC. Um, so if we want to go based off of the the Microsoft tax or the uh, back tax, the charges, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, this game, though, has had such praise everywhere. The fact that it can be played completely offline, that there's no microtransactions, yeah. uh, that you can do pretty much anything. Did you see the video where... The- where the guy was having a, like a sexual encounter with a character who turned into a bear and yes. the scene played out. <laughs> the person was a bear. Like it's crazy that that stuff is in the game. Um, they can, so, they've, they've I updated misspoke. the game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You have. So Larian studios has no interest in even being acquired by Microsoft, but they do enjoy working together closely. Yeah. So, but not so closely that the game came out at launch on series X. Either way, I was looking for an excuse for it not to win this category. I think it's a Nintendo versus Nintendo situation. If I were to put money on it, I'd be willing to bet that super Mario bros wonder edged out tears of the kingdom for game of the year. That's the newer game of the year. Like that's the newer game. That's the popular game that people are talking about. That is going to be the game under Christmas trees. That's going to be the game for every Nintendo Switch user this Christmas, this holiday season. Not Tears of the Kingdom, because that that is a that's a boomer bust kind of feel. Right? Tears of the Kingdom is either you like Zelda or you don't. Look at how long it took me, who liked Zelda, not as much as much to like love it, love it, to like go buy it instantly. Look at how long it took me to go buy or try Breath of the Wild. I finished it this spring. I mean, I haven't even beaten it. And you don't beat games, so that's also I do. a thing. I do beat games. Just I'm very selective of the games that I beat. Yeah, you're working on Yakuza 3 now. No, I've, I've already beaten Yakuza 3. I'm working on Yakuza 2. So my, my <laughs> guess is game for game of the year is going to be Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, mine's, that's my bet. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bet that it's, uh, it's Baldur's Gate 3. Nice. Well, that sounds great. Do we have a, a few minutes to do games of December? There isn't very many. Uh, well, you know, we can't do games of December before we uh, listen to your favorite jingle. Picking up strangers. Picking up strangers. Tell about the dangers. Tell them about the dangers. If you don't like taking chances, then you better keep moving on, my friend. You know what? The, honestly, out of out of everything that we've watched over the pandemic, uh, or what came from it, um, he didn't well, even sing the song. He didn't. No, it was just in season two of Tiger King, and it was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. All I know is I was trying to ad lib lines to that song, and I just burst into laughter, and I had to contain myself. Yeah, All it is right. a funny song. David, this is this one's a tricky one because people have already got their wish lists, man. People already know what they want. Yeah. Oh my god, I already know what I want. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> December 1st. While you're listening to this podcast, you could be playing the Batman Arkham trilogy on your Nintendo Switch, or you could dust off your Xbox 360 and play on it there. Or you could dust off your uh, Xbox One and play it on there, or dust off your PS4 and play it on there. Or turn on your Series X and play it out there, or your PS5. Hell, your you PC. Play, you can play it anywhere but your Switch. Don't play yeah. it on your Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, the game I'm most interested in on December 1st is actually the world-building, dungeon-crawling, Steamworld build. Actually, looks kind of kind of neat. It does. Have you played any of the... Hold on. What month are we... Oh, I'm looking at November. I'm like, what is this? Okay. Uh, Steamworld build. Have you played any of the Steam steam world games nope and that's what it made it look so damn intriguing to me oh man you owe it to yourself to play some of the steam world games because like they're typical what was that game dig dug you played dig dug right? oh who hasn't played dig dug well, i'm sure there's a lot of people but <laughs> um 
the uh, Steam World one and two was kind of like that. You dig down and you're you're just going and creating like a giant mine shaft type thing. It's addictive. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then they came out with like Steam World Quest, which was more of an RPG than a whole bunch of stuff. But the the whole concept behind the game and the artwork and stuff like that is pretty cool. So uh, I'm excited for Steam World Build. I will probably pick that up. Yeah, it definitely looks like it could be fun. I kind of hope it's on the more inexpensive side of things, um, just because like games are starting to get a little expensive, man, and like my subscriptions are up. And That's true. Oh, sorry. I just I realized I had a tab open. Still, it says EA is looking to acquire Larian Studios. Uh oh! Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Baldur's it. Baldur's Gate Four. I'll be <laughs> microtransaction filled. Don't. Yeah. Okay, uh, what do we got on the 5th of December? Uh, Born of Bread is coming out. Mm, Have you heard of that? No. Uh, (laughs) It's like a, what is it? It's a side-scrolling action-adventure game where you're like like a, I don't know, I guess, is he like a bread boy? Oh, I have seen this where you can skateboard as a loaf of bread. I did see this and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, it's like an RPG. It looks kind of cool, like a little bit of a different take on it's like a 2D characters like that are cartoon drawn. But then like the world is like 3D, but kind of like has uh, what Paper Mario vibes to it. But uh, it looks cool. All right. Well, Disney Dreamlight Valley is making its way back to console this time for uh, for the purpose of purchase for which money, is, for money, for money and power and crime and all that other fun stuff. So yeah. that's cool. Um, uh, the Lord of the Rings Return to Moira, Mo- Moria, isn't Moria, it a re-release it? or it's finally uh, just coming to the PlayStation Five? Uh, yeah, it came game. out. It came out on October. I don't know. I guess it's just coming out on the PS5. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Didn't this game already come out? Do not buy. Oh, my God. What a shitty looking game. Yeah. I watched a review for it the other day in a first look. If you want to play Far Cry as a blue alien, go for it. The hunting looks bad. The water looks bad. The game looks bad. Don't buy this game. I'm sorry, Ubisoft. Oh, that's that's exactly why it looks that, like Far Cry with Blue Aliens. Yeah. It's oh a, my god. It's a movie based <laughs> video game. We're going back into that. Remember when like the PS2 and Xbox? Yeah, Spider Man games get into my all blood. Of games, all of those uh, those movie release games. I know one person who's going to buy this game like three times. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, anything significant? We got uh, Lego Brick Tales f- VR looks cool. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, that is a uh, I th- I think is that the puzzle one? Uh, I believe so. I think it is. That's a pretty fun game. Um, on the fourteenth, we got House Flipper two. Oh, what about House Flipper one, David? Well, House Flipper one's already out. Oh well, then what? That's why this sequel of that's why the sequel is coming out. (laughs) Okay, so Lego Brick Tales is literally just a VR game where you can build a Lego town. It's for people who can't have basements filled with Lego; they can have a VR headset filled with Lego. It's neat, and I bet you it's the friggin' thirty four ninety nine price point on on Meta. You know. Oh shit! It is. It's not what I was thinking of. There is like a Lego game, and it's like a puzzle thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, but it looks cool. But it looks like it's optimized for Meta three, which is going to be harder for Meta two users. Yeah, because of the extra ca- um, cameras and the uh, the augmented reality. Mm-hmm. But cool. Oh well. What do we got next? Um. I, I've got to look at the trailer of House Flipper 2 while you're talking. Oh, my God. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is coming out again on the 20th <laughs> for Mac and uh, iOS. Okay. Uh, on uh, For Sean, this one's for you. On the 21st, Princess Maker 2 uh, Regeneration is coming out on the Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. What about Dream Daddy? Dream Daddy's already come out. Oh, uh, then I don't know. 
That's it. That's we're, it. We're we're in the we're in the the end of the year, right? So like, there's there's not a lot that kind of happens. Every game that's released is just kind of like here's the stuff that didn't get released right away, or here's stuff that we just couldn't release earlier in the year for it to count towards game of the year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's only one game I really want. And that's Born of Bread. No, it's SteamWorld Build. Although I'm kind of into the whole Lego Brick Tales VR if it's a decent price. Yeah. But hey, David and I made it, guys. We made it to December. I I, I just, I, like, even the overwhelming response that we got from last week's episode being our 200th, thank you for everybody who reached out congratulated us thought we were canceling the show <laughs> all that fun stuff only five episodes uh, left of the scene on screen podcast <laughs> no kidding but thank yeah. you thank you all for listening thank you for all your support and just thank you we're we're excited to to get into some holiday content and uh some gloomy content coming up soon <laughs> I don't know. Is that the right kind of maniacal sound for that? Or no, what? not really. I was like, hold on. We're going to be sad. No, we're going to <laughs> Gloomhaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, for myself. Wow, wow, is very nice. And David. That Hansel's so hot right now. We want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. <laughs>